In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Explosion every time. <laughs> that means we are episode nine. Yes, nine. It's Loop nine. and Larry, and we're here for episode nine. It's crazy. We're already at episode nine this year. This is unbelievable, and this is a milestone episode for us because this will be our first all news podcast. It is because we have so much news this week, and it's only from really two sources: Disney Plus and the Star Wars Celebration. That's right. These things are massive, and the news is coming fast and furious, and we wanted to be in on it. Right on the ground level. So we want, to, we want to make sure that you're there too. So, so we delayed the podcast a few days because of the Star Wars celebration. So it wasn't yep. like two weeks old news. And uh, we'll break it all down for you in this episode. Ooh, it's going to so be much. pretty cool. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about before we get into that. Um, I had a chance to go to a Stormcrow Manor. In with, Toronto. In Toronto, which yep. is this like cool geek bar. And it's like, and I'm thinking, why has no one come up with this yet? This a, yeah, this sounds like it should be a franchise. It should. <laughs> Apparently, there's one in Vancouver as well. Um, but the thing is, is like you've got sports bars everywhere, pretty much on every corner. But no one's ever really done a geek bar. Right. That. Why not? Because there's, I think there's enough geeks now to warrant a geek bar. Hundred percent. There's a huge, <laughs> a huge need for this. There's a. I'm sure that there is a demand for this that people just haven't been listening to. This, <laughs> this thing's. A, I've never been, but from what you're telling me, this sounds amazing. So it's at uh, 580 Church Street in Toronto. Um, I would suggest you make reservations oh. because we went, we went to a ball game, and then we just sort of went there, and it was like already packed. We had to wait for about 40 minutes, which was fine. There's okay. actually a cool record store just down the street as well. If you had to look for something to do while you're walking right there. <laughs> <laughs> but they give you, um, they text you, oh, nice. so you can walk around that area and then come back and then and then enjoy your meal. Yes. Um, they have uh, kind of like uh, menus that are themed, like geek themed. Everything's named after something. It's really cool. Like what sort of what sort of theming does it? Do uh, like uh, Star Trek and and yeah. um, Dungeons and Dragons and like oh. almost everything is sort awesome. of themed in there and horror horror stuff. Yep. Um, the building itself, it's like an old mansion. Oof. So there's all sorts of like different rooms. There's it's it's pretty big actually. It's huge. And there's all sorts of rooms and each room's sort of themed in a way or there's areas of the room that are themed. So they got like steampunk and they've got um uh, Star Wars. They have a huge um uh, what's the thing that Luke fights? The in? Rancor. The Rancor yes. monster, like a big head of it sticking out the <laughs> wall. It is like awesome. And then they have like a Twin Peaks room, oh, which I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. So yeah. it's awesome. It was so cool. It looked pretty authentic. They have a bar that looks like it's right from The Shining. What? Like it, like they've recreated The Shining bar. Like really? It looks awesome. Like is, it, is Lloyd standing behind? Yes, it? yes. Really <laughs> giving you the uh, the hair of the dog. Yes. Yep. <laughs> But honestly, if you're a geek and you're in the Toronto area or even Vancouver area, you have to check this place out. It was so cool. So there's one part you can get these um, these drinks for two, like it's like a like a cocktail, yeah. and uh, it's like a shareable drink. So they have a Darth Vader one. So when you someone orders it, it comes in a Darth Vader helmet. What? And uh, and then uh, it's like they put dry ice in some of the drinks too, so they're all smoking. <laughs> The lights all go red in the building when someone orders it, and then the Death Star march like oh, uh, that the goes. Imperial march, right, yeah. And oh. then they carry it out to the table, and it is so cool. They have another one too. I care what it's called, but it's a it's a sort of a space sort of theme. Again, all the lights go like blue what? in the place, and then this music plays, and they march out this like 
thing with all this dry ice spilling out. It's really cool. And the glasses have uh, lights in them. Yeah. So they all light up the glasses. Oh, this is awesome. Super, super cool. Wow. Super cool. Did you get the did you get this uh the Darth Vader uh, drink for two? No, we didn't actually. But did you like, see it happen? But, oh yeah, we saw it happen. We saw both drinks happen really? a couple times. But oh, this sounds um, amazing. The other cool thing is in the basement. They ha- it's a kind of a horror theme. Oh. So they've got skulls going down into the basement. Like the whole wall is all skulls. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and like actual skulls sticking out of the wall, not <laughs> just like paintings. And then the bo- it looks like something out of like The Walking Dead, like the bathroom, like oh. or or like Saw or something. Like yeah, that's yeah. A, that sort of feel. Right. Very cool. Wow. This Very well done. Absolutely. This sounds like a. a a geek mecca. Like yeah. it sounds like if you're gonna if you're a geek and you're in Toronto, there's no way you yeah. can't go to this place. The only thing I thought they not that they could do, but if you had a this is my own geek bar idea, right. is to have like sort of look like a sports bar almost still yeah. with a geek theme. But on the screens you'd show stuff like the Star Wars celebration, uh, like the panels. Yes, yes. You'd show WrestleMania, yep. you'd show all that kind of stuff. There'd always be like geek shows showing on all the TVs in the place. Uh. Like just, but anyways, this this place is like amazing. You gotta check it out. If, you're in if Toronto, I lived right? in Toronto, this would be my second home. Yeah, it's it's a bar for geeks. Hundred percent. Yeah, this is where I. Oh, and the other cool thing I was gonna mention this: when you first walk in, there's a gumball machine. Yeah. It's all twenty sided dice. What? Yeah, so you can, like, <laughs> it's it's so detailed. Honestly, like oh. you gotta check the place. I'm not even like telling half of what I saw in there. Like really? it's like you gotta go in it and check it out for and, yourself. And so like, it's called Storm Crow Manor. Manor. Yep. All right. It, it's I, definitely I, worth I'm there. checking out. It's yeah. definitely as soon worth as we're out. finished recording today, that's <laughs> we're gonna driving, hop on a bus. You're driving straight <laughs> yeah. to Toronto and going. We're no. gonna take the pop capacitor to Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, check that out. It's uh, but I just don't know why there's not more geek bars. It's it's. I think it might be a trend. Yeah. Because if this one's successful, I can see maybe more like of that sort of style of bar coming Absolutely. out. Absolutely. There's definitely a market for it. Like the place was packed. Yeah. And, well, and with like with the rise of of Comic Cons yeah. and how popular those have become and how they're on every city, it would just make sense because yeah. people are coming for all these Comic Cons. So you're gonna like get like floods of geeks. Yeah. You know, several times a year. Why just, not? Open and there's these? just people that aren't into sports, but yeah. they're into that into the geek culture, right? And yeah. lifestyle. So it's 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 an untapped market, Un- honestly, and it's it's very cool. Oh, that's awesome. It's very very cool. But all right, all right. That's you, all. That's you hooked I, me. Yeah, you, you hooked me. <laughs> so today we were. I was. We we're saying before that this is an all news episode because we've got some big, big, big news to go over, and we got a brand new opener. Yep. And let's uh, let's take a listen. We have a minute and a half. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, you know, Whoopsie. when you do the show live. I shouldn't have called both things the news. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's why you have a naming convention with files. I don't know. I just covered it. It's all the news. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? All right, I'm now Set, I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. Happening right now, we're watching several stories around the world. Nothing's riding on this except freedom of the press and maybe the future of the country. No more paranoid on-air rants about the supernatural. Here's what's making news. That's, that's, that's the new one. That's the new one. I should call that like a different, like all news like all or something. News. Yeah, yeah if you that name would be it, like what it actually is. Then we'll I, be... I don't know why I do things. <laughs> I, don't I just know don't either. know. I just t- I just click buttons. And that's true. Like... So let's start with you. What do you want to start with? Well, let's start with Disney Plus because okay. that's that's a big one. So so this weekend they are on top of the Star Wars celebration. They also like Thursday announced Disney Plus. Yep. Or the last Thursday. I don't know when you're listening to this. Twenty Thursdays ago, depending <laughs> on what part of the year you're listening to it. But um, Disney. So Disney Plus announces like basically. 
lays out a lot of what was going on and a lot of things we did not know, um, including the date, which is November 12th right. for North America. So hopefully that will include Canada if yeah. you live in this great country of ours. And uh, <laughs> also, and they said six ninety nine. No, I don't know if that's just in the States or if I, that's... I, I assume that that's American pricing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing probably around $10 Canadian. $38 if... yep. Canadian. No, no, no six ninety nine. So that's, I think even if it was ten ninety nine in Canada, yeah. it's still like an amazing deal for well, this. It's still less than Netflix and, all, and a lot of the other streaming services. So yeah. that's a, it's a good for what you're going to get. Yeah, and you're going to get a lot. So oh. they said 7,000 episodes of television series. 7,000. And 400 to 500 movies. Oof. That's just probably the start. Yeah. Like, that's not even like... Yeah. Um, because because everything Disney and Fox related from now on will go straight there. Yeah, like so. they, can, they can roll it out as they want. Yeah. Um, some of the things we can expect, um, most of the Star Wars content, which you'll talk about later on when yep. we get to the Star Wars section. Uh, for Marvel, this is crazy. So yep. they're going to have all the Marvel movies, like right. everything from the first three phases, yep. um, including Captain Marvel will be on there when it debuts. Yep. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the Avengers was on there at that time. I would think By so. the time, I'm just trying to think of how fast they, no they turn oh. it into video, but somewhere in that zone, it would probably be up. But Cat Marvel, for sure, they said would be on there. Right. Um, and any of the new movies like Endgame will be exclusively on, on it as well. So yep. you won't be able to find it anywhere else. Yeah. Other than buying it on Blu-ray, but you uh, but you can get it on there, which is really cool. Um, is that, that's going to hurt Netflix a little bit. I think this is going to be a, a Netflix killer, honestly, because yeah, if they take all of those Marvel movies away, I mean, that's 22 movies right there yeah. that they'll take away. And it's, yeah. This is gonna I, I think we'll talk about Netflix in a second. But the, um, so the new shows, Marvel-wise, the What If Animated Series, which we talked about a week or two ago, um, the Vision and Scarlet Witch series, yep. confirmed. Uh, Loki series confirmed. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier series. That and is a cool pairing. And one thing I want to go back to is that all these series have the actors from the actual movies, the Marvel movies, right, in right, them. So right. it's not other people playing them. It's 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 not like the kid version of Falcon and, and Winter Soldier or yep. anything. It's like this is like them playing. So it. it's the literally like continuation of yep. those characters from the movie. This is going to be unbelievable. I know it's going to be crazy. And uh, then a Hawkeye shows in development as well with Jeremy Renner. Uh, like uh, possible to be in it. He hasn't confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure that'll happen. Yep. Um, and then he'll have Kate Bishop, who plays Hawkeye in the comic book, which is like, she's sort of a millennial Hawkeye, but I don't know how young they're going to go with her in this series. Because right. in the Endgame trailer, she's in it, I think, because he's teach he shows the, him showing a girl how to use the bow. Oh, and yeah. she looked a little younger. She looked probably like 15 or 14. But in the yeah. comic, she's more like a millennial. Right. Um, but the, uh, so that's happening. So that's super exciting if you're a Marvel fan. Like, I am like pumped yeah. about all these shows. Like, <laughs> This is a ton to watch. Plus with the actors from the movies, too, which yeah. is, like, really, really super cool. Um, and they'll also have every classic Disney movie. Right? The, like, they're opening the vault? Yeah, the vault. So all these people <laughs> that are like, oh, my God, the DVD's only out for four days, and then otherwise it's gone. They're, they're putting them all on there, apparently. That's like, remarkable. So, yeah. yeah. So you can watch Pinocchio as many times as you want. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, they, they, their library is so big to start with. Yes. Like, movies that everybody likes. <laughs> from like if you're not even if you're a super geek but if if you like any of these classic movies that's where you're going to have to go you like the rescuers they'll have it they'll, they'll be there Escape for you from which mountain <laughs> they got it <laughs> bed knobs and broomsticks <laughs> that's where it'll be <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll find them all there but it's pretty cool if you're a disney yeah. fan and you love those i mean they, they cannot hurt them no. i know they did the thing with the dvds for a while but now that they have the streaming service it's like they it's all it can do. All it does is, is promote their parks. It promotes yeah. everything about Disney, and it's. I think it's just going to open up a whole new world for them. Absolutely. Um, all the Pixar movies right. will be on there, yep, and the yep. shorts as well. So. Oh, interesting. So, what about Herbie the Love Bug? 
I imagine it'll be on. That's a Disney, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be on there yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, good. and then they'll probably update it with like a sports car that's called yes. Herbie or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they'll do. Um, and new, and of course, the new Monsters Inc. series, which uh, they uh, talked about like last week or whatever. That was it was on there as well. Yep. And it's got Billy Crystal and John Goodman as well as yeah. voices. It's called Monsters at Work. Yes. Yeah. So it takes place I, I six know. months after the after Monsters Inc. So yeah. it's a continuation. I don't of know how much they're in it, but they'll yeah. probably be in it here and there, and because it, so. it focuses on a brand new character. I yes. think so. Yeah. And some of the other people return as well to do voices in it, which is really, really cool. Yeah. It's funny how the like stars wouldn't oh they'll do the movies, but they'd never do the TV. Now it's like everybody's doing TV. Like yes. it just because the dollar's there and, and it's and yeah. people TV seems to be the place to be in the last like other than some well, of the big blockbusters. Well but. it does. I mean, you can spend more time building characters and developing story on TV now. Yeah. And the and the budgets are like huge for yeah. for TV episodes because they know people are watching. So TV has gotten so much better in the last decade or or less around decade yeah. that it just it makes sense for for movie stars to move to the small screen because they're going to get more character, more you know, more time to develop. And for, and for an actor, yeah, they yeah. can develop those characters better. Yeah, and for viewers, it's just it's more of the stories we love. It's the, it's the only series that they haven't really put a lot of money into is Game of Thrones. I find right. it's, it's just yeah. it's just very cheap looking. It is. Yeah, it looks like they it looks like they just took a couple minutes to put it together. Yeah, like, a couple you know of cardboard I mean? yeah. swords. No one cares about that no, show. Really. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a major topic in our next show. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, thirty seasons of The Simpsons, which I'm super excited yeah. about. So yeah, you could finally. There's one place that you could finally go to watch the entire series because the the dvd i collected the dvds and i think yes. i have most of them but they there's like they jumped from i remember at one point from like season like 13 or 14 to 20 because it was the 20th anniversary uh, right. so they put out the 20th anniversary dvds but then they they kind of missed a whole chunk in between right. i'm not 100 percent sure i can't remember if they're 100 percent caught up to right. 20 now in between but i don't know they remember they had all the heads yes too? well and they changed the packaging because they had just normal square dvd packaging and then they made the heads so it was yeah, it you was buy, awkward you, to you put could, them on your shelf. You could buy one or the other. I think I got rid yeah. of all the heads. I had them. I had most of them, or the first five or whatever. I think they stopped doing them after yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new Muppet Show. Oh, what? In the in the works as well. Really? Which is cool. I you know. Yeah. What? I love that Muppet Show that came out like a couple years yes. ago, where it was kind of like The Office. Yeah, yeah. That was really funny. I thought it was great. And then they, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I think that people thought it was maybe too dark or too serious. It or was something. a little more, It was a little more serious, but that's what yeah. made it funny. Like, well, I thought so too. I mean, the Muppets are growing up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're no longer Muppet babies. You no, know, they're not the babies anymore. They're, <laughs> no. they're full of flesh. They got problems. Yes. If you've seen any Kermit memes, you'll know that he's he's very depressed. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, plus, uh, they'll have access to all the Fox TV and movies, which I haven't yeah. even mentioned yet. So I don't know what from that they're going to grab and what they're going to use. And I've heard some of the shows and some of the movies, they, they're already looking at developing into TV series or other yeah. movies. So um, it's it, it's going to be massive. Yeah. Like, this thing is already, like, overwhelming, and they haven't even opened it yet. That's <laughs> true. And, w- and what I've heard, too, is that um, they're what they're in- intending, what they're hoping is within – uh, within the first year, they're going to have 95% brand recognition for this. 95%. Wow. The entire planet is going to be aware of Disney Plus and what yeah. what it has to offer. Like, they're, you're not going to be able to go anywhere without seeing something about Disney Plus and what's and what's there. Like, this is going to be this is going to revolutionize streaming TV. And it's and the thing is when they're like oh man they made this massive billion dollar Fox acquisition but that they're going to make their money back. Like oh, they, they wouldn't yeah. make do that deal if they didn't know. 
that they could make money back. They're not yeah. stupid business people. You no. know what I mean? They're like, because they, they obviously they want the content for the streaming service. Yeah. I mean, and moving all of the Star Wars and all of the Marvel and uh, Pixar and all over to this one streaming service, they know people are going to leave Netflix. Yeah. You know, I mean, Netflix is still going to have its original programming and regular movies and that sort of thing. So people aren't going to completely abandon Netflix. But for all of all of our favorites and all of our, the classics, that you're going to have to go there. There's not, yeah. and Like you said, unless you rent them, like physically rent a DVD or a Blu-ray, this is the only place you're going to be able to go. So they know people are going to flock to it. And I think what we're going to see probably in the next while is Netflix making some major buys of like either yeah. like all the CBS content or all the, you know, NBC content or something. They're going to yeah. they're going to have to buy something because they in order to compete, you need good shows on there. Yeah. So yeah. they may have to finally buy Friends. <laughs> oh, they might have to. Yep. I but think wasn't it that last year where they decided they were like this is the last the, year. Yeah, the for, run was done. The contract was over. Yeah. Was, and people like there were protests in the streets. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that they're gonna have to absolutely they're gonna have to compete somehow. Yeah, that's they, gonna be they, really and, interesting. And all they can like I mean they can make as much content as they can try to make, but they have to buy content. Yeah. They have to buy some like solid content from somebody. Yeah. So that'll and, be interesting. And I and I think ultimately the winners are gonna be us. Oh viewers. yeah, like for we sure. Are, we're going to get more content available to us, and and for for relatively good you know pricing, uh, more than we've ever had before. Yeah, and it's gonna and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a win win for viewers. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I mean, it's I I wouldn't want to be in the you know executive of Netflix right now, but for us. Have at it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. But Netflix should uh, – there's a few things I think they should go after. They should go after um, sh- like the Shutter station. Oh, yes. Like they should maybe try to go after that and have a sub-like station of yeah. Netflix. And I think they should go after Criterion too, who just yeah. started their just, own yeah. streaming service as well. But I, I don't know how well – like I mean it would probably do better under a, a Netflix banner yeah. than it would. But we'll see. But there's tons of stuff. There's like, Oh, yeah. I, it's, I, I think ultimately it's going to come down to a Disney streaming world and a Netflix streaming world. Yeah. And everything's going to fall under one of those two umbrellas. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's getting crazy. Yeah. I just can't wait for the Netflix theme park. The, the oh, it'll, <laughs> oh, just you just wait. I'm going on the Stranger Things ride. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> Santa Clara Diet Dark Ride. <laughs> It's gonna yeah. be great. That'll be a, that'll be a classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, next up, you know it. I know it. Everybody loves it. It's going to be a little thing called the Star Wars action. Oh, Star Wars celebration happening as we speak, and there has been a flood of information coming out. If you are at all a Star Wars fan, even to a small degree. 2019 is going to be probably the greatest year you've ever experienced <laughs> oh, God, yeah. in the Star Wars universe. There, they with the with the finale of the Star- Skywalker saga yep. happening this year, they are poised to to change the the world this year with Star Wars the Star Wars property. Yep. And at Star Wars Celebration, they were giving more information than I think anybody anticipated. So going into it, we we thought you know hopefully we'll get. You know, at the very least, the name of Episode Nine, maybe a short teaser for Episode Nine. We got all that and way more. So let's let's head into this. So, ooh, there's there's a bit of it here. <laughs> so starting with the movies, of course, they did they launched the trailer for uh, for Episode Nine. Uh, episode Nine is now officially called Rise of Skywalker, which yeah. is I think fantastic. It's not the Skywalker; it's just Skywalker. What does that mean? Who is Skywalker? Is it Ray? Is it Luke again? Who is it? Leia? I yeah, don't or know. is it um, uh, 
what's this Ben Ben Kenobi or what's his, yeah, what's his name? Um, uh, ben? Uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, yes, could, you, there's I, all I threw a bunch of names of, to you. Got you, it. you really did. Yep, <laughs> it's got to be one of those people. Uh, so there's all kinds of stuff like that. Um, apparently, it doesn't pick up directly after the Last Jedi. Um, uh, so there are there's some months have passed between the Last Jedi and this new movie. So stuff has been going on, and th- the big news that got a lot of applause was that this adventure is going to include the entire team working together. So whereas The Last Jedi they're all split, split people up, off yeah. and had they all had their own adventures, everybody's back together and they're all working together. Which oh, is nice. yeah, which is what I think a lot of fans were sort of upset about last time was mm-hmm. that they all split up and did their own thing. So that that's a big part of it. No, I think they're upset that Admiral Akbar died. Well I think that was mostly it. Yeah. And, I'm still and, mad about I'm so bitter about that. I know. Why would you kill like, there's no point. No. He was a good guy. <sighs> that that was a character you could have like done more with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't have any force powers. He's not coming back. No. No, he's not coming Back. He fell into a trap. <laughs> yeah, he fell. Oh, that was a big trap for him. Yeah. Um, so uh, it apparently, according to J.J. Abrams, takes place on many worlds and in many places. So that's kind of interesting. <laughs> We're going to find some new worlds and some new places. <laughs> that's really generic. It yeah. is. It really. They pretty much all are many yeah, worlds, many places. places. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, and, and he also was talking about the big question is is Carrie Fisher and how she's going to be included in this. And according to J.J. Abrams, what they did apparently there was a lot of unused footage from Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, good thing they didn't d- decide to put any of that on the like the on the Blu-ray, like yeah. some deleted scenes. So they've they've got an awful lot of footage to work with. And apparently he said the the way they've included this in the new movie is mind blowing. So cool. I yeah I've, and ah! I and I. I kind of trust JJ on this. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a remarkable. As a Star Wars fan, I know. I just I just want to make sure everybody knows that Larry is like one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. Like oh yeah, massive. And uh, so, as a Star Wars fan, do you feel are, do you feel better that he's back on the movie that JJ Abrams is back? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I I I really feel like. I, I was on the side of liking uh, Last Jedi, but I really feel like J.J. should have probably just, just you know, taken claim to the whole trilogy yeah, and I, just stuck with it. And I, I mean, I know that didn't that didn't even happen with the originals. Like Lucas only uh, directed the first one. Yeah. But I just feel like he could have really continued and made the story really cohesive. And but I think that he's going to do an excellent job of bringing it back around. And just from looking at the trailer, he's got the original music. Back in there, he's got. I mean, you, we saw Lando. Lando Calrissian is back in there, and the big reveal was Emperor Palpatine. Yes, Emperor that, yeah. Palpatine is gonna. He was dead. We all thought he's he's been gone for two movies. He's back, which is so fantastic. Yeah. I think this there, is gonna there's be a, a general rule: if you don't see the body, they're probably they could still be alive. That's true. Like, yeah, he's got thrown on a shaft. Yeah. I mean, he could have the whole thing got blown up. Yeah, but he could have just slid right out a porthole. <laughs> well, if, if, if Leia can float around space in the last there you movie, go. then he maybe that's what they were like. Maybe ah. that was a. Oh, oh, interesting! I just thought of that. Maybe that's that, good. Yeah, maybe yeah. that was just showing that you that they could do that. Yes, and, still, oh. and that, that they could use. Oh, okay. Mark your calendars. This is the Loop and Larry theory of the day. That just blew open a whole yep. theory. I it think it did. I yep. I've not seen this theory anywhere at nope, all. Like that's nope. this is it. This is it. That's why Leia Leia was out in space and could draw herself back in because that's what. Palpatine did. That's how he survived. Booyah! Uh, <laughs> I turned Nailed a, it. We turned a joke into an actual theory. Yeah. It, that was, that's, cl- that's crazy. Okay. You might want to start spreading this now because you want to get in on the, uh, you know. On the bot. Yeah, we yep. have to get on the ground floor of this. <laughs> that's theory. so exciting. Okay, that's cool. All right. Yeah, so so that's big news. Big trailer news. That was that was very exciting. Um, they also announced, as far as, as movies go, that after episode nine, uh, they're taking a hiatus with Star Wars movies. 
Okay. So there won't be uh, any Star Wars movies for an undefined amount of time, which I'm okay with. I think that's fine. I think we do need a bit of a break. I think that they were pumping them out too fast, and the whole Star Wars stories, like the Solo uh, and Rogue One, I-, I thought were good, but I think that they were too too soon. They came out yeah. too fast. I think that it's it's fine to take a break. Plus, they're, they're spending time on TV properties now, so that's good. However, they do have a 10-year plan. So... Star Wars is not going anywhere. It's just not necessarily going to be on the big screen. Um, but they do have two new trilogies uh, in the works. Uh, from uh, One from Game of Thrones showrunners um, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yes. And then a, which is, I mean, yeah. Game of Thrones making Star yeah. Wars? How good is that going to be? And, of course, the other from Ryan Johnson, who's going to create an, another trilogy. And kill everyone off. Uh, yeah, and there'll be uh, nobody in it for any particular uh, length of time. <laughs> so, uh, so those are coming. There will be new trilogies, but uh, we won't see anything on the big screen for a little while, and that's okay. Um, they uh, oh uh, also uh, revealed at Star Wars Celebration, they're in in the main lobby of the of the building in Chicago where this celebration is happening. There was a massive mural mm-hmm. uh, placed around the outside of it, and it's it like massive. I'm talking like like a hundred feet long. Oh wow. Oh, it's just unbelievable. We'll try to post a picture of it on loopandlarry.ca. Uh but it it uh showed the entire saga from episode one to episode eight. Uh it, like in in like characters and yep. some scenes and that sort of thing, all the way along this huge mural. The very end panel was episode nine that yeah. they had covered up until they started talking about episode nine. After they talked about episode nine, they took the cover off of this mural so you could see what was in there. And one of the big surprises was that Phasma is clearly placed in this panel, which means she is not dead. She's still alive She's as well. still alive. Again, you never and saw, nope. like, she fell down. She, yeah, like she, a... yeah the, she was on a piece of the uh, the ship and it broke apart and she just slid into fire. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't see her die. So she's not dead. She will definitely play, be playing uh, a part in episode nine. Good. So yeah, and that was a big part, a big thing too. Is people were annoyed that she was killed off. We didn't see her do very much, but she's not <laughs> yeah, done like yet. She literally did nothing. She literally did nothing. <laughs> Other than that fight in the second movie, like the first movie, yeah. all she they basically caught her within five seconds and made her do a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. it was like this. It didn't make any sense. No. So okay. I feel like JJ is now going to bring her back around and make her the character that we were hoping to see. So yes. she'll of course have some big role in this. So. That was a pretty big reveal. That's awesome. So, so lots of lots of movie news. Then they moved on to TV. Yeah. So uh, the the like I said, they're putting a bit of a hiatus on the on, on the movies and moving to TV. So the TV projects that they're currently working on include The Mandalorian. Yep. Which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, Diego Luna, uh, who is Cassian uh, 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 from. Rogue One, yes, is getting his own show, show uh, as a prequel to Rogue One. That's also featuring featuring Alan Tudyk, who was K two S O, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, so it's the two of them, and it's a prequel to to Rogue One. So that's really exciting. Yeah, um, Clone Wars. They're uh, bringing Clone Wars back for another season, the animated show, yeah. which is which is pretty cool. That's coming back. There's an Obi Wan series coming uh, with Ewan McGregor starting. Like a, it's a mini series or something, a right? mini, yeah. like a six part. Yeah. Uh, so that's so the, the whole Star Wars universe may not be on the big screen. There is going to be so much coming. And, and this is what I love about the TV portion of it, that they have the Disney Plus now, because these are some of these movies, like even Solo should have been a TV show. Yes. And and now they can tell those stories in a TV format, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And save the movies for, like, the continuation of 
like the the episode nine, like yes. eight nine, and then move that story forward on the big screen. That's what I think they should do. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's what's happening. Yeah, and yeah. I love I love that. I think that's great. I do too. I think I think it's going to be so exciting that this is happening. So, uh, as we're recording this uh, on. Uh, whatever day this is. I don't even know what the date is. 14th. On the 14th. Um, uh, they have just finished the uh, Star Wars Celebration panel for The Mandalorian. Okay. So I was watching that this morning before we recorded this, and this show is going to be absolutely epic. So they had uh, John Favreau, first of all, yeah. is the showrunner. Yeah. Well, I mean, John Favreau, everything he touches turns to gold. So that's pretty exciting in itself. Um, but they revealed some behind-the-scenes images, uh, which we'll try to uh, to post up on loopandlarry.ca so you can actually see The Mandalorian. Mandalorian's going to be played by uh, Pedro Pas Pascal, mm -hmm. who was Prince Oberon in Game of Thrones. So, and if you don't remember anybody's names like me, he's the guy that fought the mountain. Yes, and got his eyes, and he got his head crushed, crushed by the yeah. mountain. Yeah, yeah, but he was super. But he was cool. a cool character. Yeah, yeah, super cool. So he is he is the actual Mandalorian. Um, the show itself, they said, is going to be reminiscent of Western and samurai samurai stories. Oh, so yes. it's like a wild west with with the with Mandalorian, and it does not have anything to do with Boba Fett. By the yep. way, the Mandalorian is just named the Mandalorian. Yeah, um, isn't Mandalorian like the the like the sort of like the group of yes, Boba Fett it's, looking guys? Yeah, that it's like, like the, their their uh, planet. The planet that they're from is called Mandalore, okay. so they're Mandalorians. Yeah, uh, it's just like the the race of of creature. Yeah. They're not. I don't know if they're technically human. I feel like they might be, but yeah. yes, they're from the planet Mandalore, so they're called Mandalorians. I thought they were clones. Yeah, no, they're okay. Not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it stars uh, uh, Pedro Pascal as 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 the Mandalorian. Um, it takes place after Return of the Jedi, uh, so it's in that era. So it takes place just after the fall of the Emperor, uh, the Empire. Oh, nice! So things are in chaos. Yes, the world's in chaos, and bounty hunters like the Mandalorian are starting to thrive. Um, two other characters that they introduced. Uh, one is named Cara Dune, and she's played by uh, Gina Car uh, Carano. And she is an ex-rebel shock trooper. Uh, she's a loner, she, and she has trouble integrating back into society. So I think it's kind of cool that she's an ex-rebel shock trooper. Oh, yeah, that, so cool. she's going to have a lot of, like... Serious action. Like yeah, yeah, She's gonna know how to move and how to fight. And yeah, how yeah, to, that's great. You know, and so she's she's in there. Um, another character that they introduced was Grief Marga, who is played by the ever popular Carl Weathers, <laughs> who said that I okay, went to his acting school. You did. <laughs> yeah, yes. I remember that from uh, Arrested <laughs> Development. Development. Yes. <laughs> Carl um, Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tobias Funke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll be in this. I'm certainly hoping so. <laughs> uh, so he, he's going to be playing uh, Grief Marga, and he, what he said was that of all of the projects that he's ever worked on his in his career, this might be one of his best. Oh, yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so he's in there, uh, and he, he his character is the head of the Guild of Bounty Hunters. Uh, that's what that's what he's playing, and so bas basically, I think what the story is is that he is looking for uh, someone to go after a, a product that's really valuable to one of his clients, and so he hires the Mandalorian to find this product and deliver it. This show has like so much potential to be so, so cool. Yeah, so much potential. So in the panel, as the panel was streaming, of course, they showed footage of this of this show, but because of the, because I was watching it as as part of a stream. 
they cut to black during the, the showing footage of the footage. Footage, so yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm although, sure it'll all come out. Oh, give it another hour. And it it'll, probably, be it'll probably be out now as we're it, doing this. It yeah. could, yes, absolutely. You've probably seen it. But um, they, they went to black for about three and a half minutes. So it was a good good chunk of, oh. of footage that they were showing. Then they cut back to the uh, panel or the, the auditorium afterwards. This footage got a massive standing ovation. Like, people just went ballistic yeah. after they saw this footage. So people were pretty excited about it. Um, and then they were saying, essentially, it's new, brand new story, brand new characters, and it's a good jumping in point if people aren't really that familiar with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's going to have a lot of references to Star Wars oh, for, sure for, about, for yeah. the fans. But it's not going to be specifically... Uh, related to the other movies yeah. or Boba Fett. It's or just anything. set in the same universe with, with in, some repercussions yeah. of uh, exactly much like she like the show uh, Agents of Shield. Yes. Where, where it's kind of its own show, but occasionally they mention something that's gone on in the movies. Yes. like but it doesn't really have a only a couple times has it had any sort of real impact on the show. But, yeah, that's yeah. what it, that's what this sounds like. So and it just looks it looks gritty and it just looks like it's going to be amazing. So uh, and that also launches. Uh, day one uh, when Disney Plus drops. So on November 12th this year, you'll get your Disney Plus, open it up, and Mandalorian will be there. I I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. I feel like Disney Plus will crash the first day. Oh, it might just. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Because it's like, like, I'm sure they'll test it a thousand times. I'm just, it's... It's going to be a lot of people trying oh. to stream stuff on the same day. Yes. Like on, the, on, a, on a brand new streaming service. Yeah. And you know that there are, I mean, we know how Star Wars fans are. Yeah. So this service will probably launch at a certain hour, maybe midnight or whatever. You know that there are going to be people on their TVs at midnight. So the minute yeah. Disney Plus launches, they're going to be up. Yeah. So it's going to be quite a struggle for them. But the, the uh, I'm sure it'll come up. I bet it'll, the actual streaming service will maybe be up like a week before, I bet. Like, so you can still get it. Yes. But it'll be all trailers and no shows yes. until you, like, and sh- I'm sure they'll have people like text- testing it like up to a couple weeks before, like yeah. on a trial run. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. They'll but be not with that volume it. of people, no. though. That's the problem. Like, there's like suddenly millions of people on the streaming service. Yeah. But all I'm sure once. they have experts that know what they're yeah, doing. They but, know more than we do. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I just want to make sure it's there. Oh, that's my God. It's be so good. About. So good. So, yeah. So that's that's their big one. But all of these other shows just sound amazing, too. So then they moved into gaming news star wars gaming news if you're a gamer this is the year for you in the star wars universe uh two big games were launched this week this past weekend at uh, celebration first was called vader immortal a star wars vr series and this is episode one Mm -hmm. so this is uh, an actual vr game uh and it's for the oculus quest headset and the oculus wrist rift devices so it's not for like ps4 or xbox so you actually have to own the this specific uh, headset, but it's inspired by the end scene of Rogue One, uh, the the scene where Darth Vader comes in and just decimates. Oh uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. You know that whole. So it's based on that, um, and it's actually that film's visual effects supervisor who's in charge of the narrative design. So the the visual effects supervisor from Rogue One is taking over the design of this this game. So that's cool. It's going to be quite, pretty amazing. Essentially, it's a lightsaber. Um, simulation game. So uh, you're you're operating a lightsaber, um, but what they're saying is, you know, they've done that sort of thing before, where you have a lightsaber and so you're holding a little controller in your hand, and it feels really light, and it doesn't feel like you're actually holding a lightsaber. Yeah. Apparently, these controllers 
actually have vibration functions. Oh, cool. So when you ignite the lightsaber in the game, the the controller vibrates and hums. Oh, wow. And the reviewer was saying he actually felt like he was holding a real lightsaber because the thing is constantly vibrating in his hand. That is so cool. It was making the sound, and he said this it, – it was uh, 100% felt like – this was the real thing. And and so the reviews so far have been fantastic. This might be my first jump into VR. I don't have VR. I've never really used it. I will guarantee it, I will not get it. No, you're I will not be, a fan of I can't the, even play Battlefront because I'm like, it, it makes me sick within yes. five seconds of playing and it. And that is the problem. Is it's like, the I can't play any sickness. of those first person. And they look so good. Yeah. Like we've got both uh, both those games and it's uh, I just can't play them. Yeah. Like I just get so sick so yeah, quickly. It, it, so it won't be for everybody. But if, if you can handle VR, this one sounds like a, yeah, a fantastic sounds, one. Sounds wild. Yeah. So the other one that they announced is called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And this one it's is a cool name. It's a really cool name. This one is more more traditional. It's for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It comes out November fifteenth. So all these all these games coming out are coming out this year as well. Um, so this one's more uh, like a traditional one. It's narrative driven, single player, third person person action game um, that takes pl- place shortly after the events of um, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So yeah. So essentially, Order sixty six has been given all of the uh, clone. Clone troopers are now killing off the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and that's where this game sort of takes place. So you play as uh, a young Padawan who must train in the ways of the Force, learn how to use a lightsaber while you're on the run, on the run from Imperial Inquisitors. So nice. that's that's what this game is is going to be about. And it's more campaign based as opposed yes. to Battlefront, which is more just battle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even sound like there's a multiplayer component to this, yeah. which is which. Personally, I I prefer I like the single player campaigns. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited about this game because I that's sort of my style of. of my my son stuff. will get it for sure. Like he yeah. has the other ones. I'm mean, he's already super excited about it. So. Yeah. So this is this is a really cool one. Um. So then they moved on to comics. Star Wars. Oh uh, God. Comics. Oh yeah. There was there was no end to news from Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars Celebration. Uh. So the comics. Uh. They announced a new one from Marvel called Target Vader. And it's a mini series. Uh, I think that means it's a six-part. Uh, it's a six-part uh, um, series. Yep. Six books, um, featuring a character named Valance, who is a cyborg bounty hunter with a vendetta against Vader. So, oh, okay. And apparently, they're saying uh, Valance, who I guess has, has appeared in the Star Wars comics already, so he's not a brand new character. Yep. He's appeared before, but he's one of the few characters or people or cyborgs who actually is a, a match for the powers of, of Vader. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so there could be some serious danger for Darth Vader in this in this one. He uh, essentially uh, has this, this vendetta against Vader, and he's set out to hunt down all the Dark Lords of the Sith. Um, he was a former stormtrooper with cybernetic enhancements following an injury, so that's sort of who, who he is, and, yeah. and he's, like, bent on destroying the Sith. Yeah. So I think that's going to be pretty exciting. There's no release date for that one yet, but if you like the comics, and I can tell you because I've been reading them, the Star Wars, the new Star Wars comics that are just Star Wars are amazing. Yeah. Just some of the best storytelling. My, my son collects all those ones. And yeah. He collects the odd like miniseries because they have some offshoot ones, yep. but the uh, he collects that one as a main as a main one. It's, and it looks, it's uh, I haven't read, read a lot of them, but they look pretty cool. Really, so. really good. If you're a Star Wars fan, the, the books are really deep and the stories are, are just amazing. So that this one's uh, being added to that. Uh, um, a second announcement was for um, 
comics called Age of Resistance, and they're also from Marvel, and they're one-shot comics, so they're just a single issue, but there's a bunch of them, and they're focusing on characters from the new trilogy, so they're oh, cool. not Novator, so um, the first one out will, will be called Finn. Uh, well, I, I believe it's just called Finn, and it focuses on Finn, and but it's focusing on his early days as a stormtrooper on Starkiller Base. So we get to see Janitor Finn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's apparently the selling point on this one, is that you get to see him when he was a janitor. He's still believing in the, in the stormtrooper philosophy and yeah. that sort of thing. So it'll be really interesting to see how he began. Yeah. And what his role was on Star Starkiller Base, um, and then they're moving on to Ray, um, and they're that one's going to focus on a, a pit stop that she and Chewbacca made on their way to see Luke. Oh, so cool. there's some sort of side story there. Um, then there'll be a Poe story uh, focuses on that one focuses on an uh, an unexpected mentor from his past. Ooh, okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, there'll be a Phasma. Uh, that talks about her early career as part of the First Order when the First Order was at full strength. Oh. So we'll see sort of how she became a captain and, and where she goes from there. And then going forward, they're going to do uh, so um, one shot for uh, Hux, uh, one shot for Hondo, who is a character in uh, Star Wars Rebels, the animated show. Yep. They're going to do a BB-8 and a Maz Kanata. Oh, cool. So you're going to get backstories for all of these characters. What which is Ma of Maz Kanata's in this movie? This new one. Oh, that's a good question. Because remember, she was only on a video in the, in yeah. the next movie. It's like I feel like she will be. I feel like there's more story for her. Yeah, probably. I mean, we still need to find out where she got the lightsaber. Yeah, and can we go back for a second and yeah. say Lando Carissian's in this one, which is so cool. Yeah. Oh, in this uh, movie, is he the oh. last sort of person that was in the other ones that hasn't really appeared, like like I, of a major character? I feel, yeah, I feel like he he might be the only one who's who. Yeah, because everybody else has been in it. Yeah, I think pretty so. much. Uh, yeah, because I mean Vader won't be in it, but his his mask was in it. He was yeah. referenced. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So but between him and and uh, Palpatine. Yeah. Those are the sort of the last two main characters, and they're both in this. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh it's my so gosh, cool. I can't it's even. So cool. I can barely breathe. Uh, <laughs> so finally, the other big news from uh, Star Wars Celebration up to this point is the Disney parks. Oh so right. You, okay. So yeah. you yeah. So you may have heard some talk of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which are the new additions to the Disney World and Disneyland theme parks in California and Florida. And these things from the footage that they've shown, uh, and they did at the panel, the panel was hosted by Josh Gad, who couldn't barely even contain himself. He's actually seen it. And yeah. it was the, apparently these things are the most unbelievable and immersive uh, worlds that Disney's ever created. And apparently when you're in them, you you legitimately feel like you're on a st in a st in the Star Wars universe and you're yeah. on a, so they take place on a planet called Batu and um, the world they've created is uh, called the Black Spire. Um, it's like a it's like a um, uh, Moss Eisley. It's sort yeah. of like a you know that sort of a spaceport. Yeah. It's called the Black Spire, but it is it's so immersive that you can even choose whether to become a rebel or or part of the first order and they have an app that you download to your phone that they have hidden um, components throughout the park like uh, panels beside doors and writing on signs and things like that and you use this app and if you choose to be a rebel you can activate doors and you can uh, translate this signs is very and like have you been to the Harry Potter Yes. Universal. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a thing with the, with the wand where you yes. can do stuff and different things will happen in windows. And that's yeah, right. very it's similar, similar to that. Yeah. yeah, similar to this, but apparently- I wanted to call it Harry Potterville. I don't know what it's actually called. That's not right. <laughs> no, no <it's> what? <laughs> I think that's what it's called, right? Uh, so, yeah. So, you can choose to be 
which you know a different side. You don't have to be good. You don't have to be bad. You can choose. Yeah. Um, and you get to uh, they have a, a ride where you pilot the Millennium Falcon. That looks cool. I've that seen I've seen that footage. Crazy. And they were talking about that at, at the panel this past uh, weekend, and apparently. No, depending on how you pilot the Millennium Falcon, the actual interior, the physical interior of the Falcon, like the 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 passageways you, that you've seen uh, Han Solo walk down, change. Oh yeah. So if you are piloting the Falcon and you get and you get hit by a lot of gunfire or you know laser fire or hit a lot of meteors, when you leave the interior, the actual physical interior, lights are broken, uh, windows are broken. Oh wow. The stuff looks like it's burned up. But if you how don't, do you do stuff, I have eh? no, I can't even imagine how this is going to happen. But if you have a perfect run and everything is great and you are successful, when you come out, the place looks pristine. It looks, oh, wow. it hasn't changed. So I have no, I have no idea how in the world, but they said it's so immersive. If you really feel like you, you've piloted the, the Millennium Falcon yeah. when this comes out. So this is just going to be absolutely massive. So, so cool. Yeah, so cool. This is big. And one other tiny little tidbit. Uh, when people were standing in line, because apparently there are the lines are massive at Star yeah. at, at uh, Celebration, J.J. Abrams apparently brought breakfast to a lot of the people standing in line in the form of McDonald's Happy Meals. Um, so they were in exclusive Star Wars Celebration Happy Meal boxes. Oh, cool! That that they, he handed out. Now I don't know if he specifically handed them out, or but it says that he provided breakfast in the in these boxes. And this happened a day or two ago. And of course now the boxes are on eBay, and they're oh, starting God. to sell for of course a minimum are. of forty dollars a piece. Yes, Star Wars. God, so, people try to sell everything. Yeah, eh? like yeah. So if you want a piece of Star Wars Celebration in the form of a McDonald's Happy Meal box. You go to you go to eBay and you spend your life life savings on that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I went to the almost human celebration. Oh, how did that yeah, go? I was the only person in line. Oh, uh, but it was it was very exciting. It, it um, would have been so exciting. No new news. Okay. Uh, yeah. So oh. it was. Uh, I got a free DVD. Really? Um. Yeah. Can I borrow that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Imagine doing like a celebration for a show and like nobody shows yes. up. It's like <laughs> it wasn't really that good. Yeah. It's like what? Where's everybody? Yeah. So, so that's that's awesome. That's incredible. Huge news. news, and and it's so we're recording this on a on a Sunday. Star Wars Celebration goes until Monday, so there's still another full day of Star wow. Wars Celebration. So there may be news coming still, and we'll talk about that in later uh, podcasts. But it's just been for a, for a Star Wars fan like me, this is literally like my birthday every minute of the day. <laughs> <laughs> every bit of news is just so exciting to me. I can't even, and this whole year is just going to be jam packed with uh, Star so Wars much news. stuff going on. Oh. I'm glad we're here. To cover it all. And all right. Well, no pop capacitor this week. We'll return next week with that. And thank you, Lawrence, for bringing all that Star Wars news. Oh, there's so much to talk about. And I'm going to be hanging out in front of the TV waiting for Disney Plus. Me too. And it better come to Canada. That's all <laughs> I got to say. All right. See you later. We'll see you next time on uh, Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He liked it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Works on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Works off. <laughs>